All right, it is 8.04 as I'm speaking. I did this first try at 7.53, did my whole minute thing, and then Russell Westbrook got traded to the Washington Wizards for John Wall in a first-round pick. So Woj Bomb, breaking news, had it. Redo this, get this in here. That's crazy. Uh, Sam, Wizards fan, immediate reaction, no. Uh, right? Uh, this definitely gives the Wizards a little bit more competing aspect to them this year, at least this year. You know, Westbrook probably the saver pick because uh, of a uh, wall off the Achilles. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, Wizards definitely trying to make that Westbrook uh, Beal tandem happen. Um, college basketball full swing. Uh, Anthony was wrong with the two to three undefeated teams. There's so many. There's like 80, 90 undefeated college teams that have played Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga versus West Virginia right now. Steelers undefeated 11-0. Bud Dupree ACL 0-0. Um, but Steelers 11-0 beat the Ravens here Wednesday afternoon football. Um, Baylor, Illinois tonight. 48 positive cases in the NBA. We'll see what happens there. But hopefully good stuff all around. Westbrook Trade, how to get that in there. Thank you for listening. This is Clean the Boards on WAKH Concord, 88.3 FM. We're going to get to the program after word from this message from March Madness. Welcome to the program. This is Clean the Boards rolling here on Wednesday afternoon, 12 to 1 p.m., December 2nd. Shout out, Tim. Um, as we ha- I'm also very joined alongside here by John Boyle, Ravi D'Souza, and Bijan Sharifi. And Shout out, uh, Tim. Happy birthday, Dad, when you're listening to this. And yeah. I know uh, you do listen. So, yeah. uh, as we say, you know, we have friends of the program. We have foes of the program. Tim Boyle is definitely a friend of the program. Um, Who's a foe of the program? Foe of the program, Sawyer. Sawyer, and I would also classify Garrett Mueller as a foe of the program. Always, Richardson. always hating on us. But eh, no, he's he, he's a friend of the program because he's he's gone on the program. Rice. Uh, Richardson's a friend of the program, but like Rice. Raycon? No, Rice is more of a personal beef with you. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Mm, I don't even know if mm. she knows of the program. What about? You know what I mean? Raycon. Okay, Bijan. No comment. All right, keep going. Former identity. All right, um, all right. So week twelve here, NFL. You know, here's Anthony. So Rohit could have been in here actually, but uh, here comes Anthony, colloquially known as Slinky or Slink. Um, so NFL week twelve here, uh, three bullet points: Pats, Bucks, and Titans here because those are the big storylines of week twelve. The Patriots, they do this to us every week now. They reel us back in, then they break our hearts. And right now they've, I think they've reeled us back in a little bit. When you look at it, you know, they, they do the quote-unquote upset over the Arizona Cardinals, who are reeling a little bit here. 
played great defense with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, zero touchdowns in this game. And even though Cam passed for fewer than 100 yards in this game, Patriots still won. Nick Folk coming up clutch late. John, when you looked at this matchup, how do you think it was won, the Patriots won this game, despite Cam Newton's under 100 passing yards? Well, you know, I know uh, Kyler was somewhat hurt, but the defense did a really good job containing him. Um, there was, like, a stat there. The Cardinals were, like, 1-9-1 and when Kyler had, like, under, like, I think 35 rushing yards, which he did in that game. So 110 and 1 now. But so yeah, uh, the D line did a really good job containing, um, pretty good job winning on the line of scrimmage and stopping the run. Uh, Kenny Drake had a couple good runs, but nothing really special. That third down was huge where, uh, Winovich made that play. And, um, you know, they just did an overall good enough job to win the game, even though the offense wasn't great. Um, you know, that punt, re- punt return, uh, was a big aspect of the special teams, even though that one got called back. There's a couple of big returns. In the day, and uh, you know, even though I don't think that was a penalty, but whatever, you know, uh, Damian Harris, you know, I thought Nikhil Harry really struggled in the run game, uh, blocking. Uh, but the besides that, the uh, D line was good, the or the, the entire defense was good, and the O line was good, and uh, that was good enough to win on Sunday. Mm-hmm. John, you mentioned the defensive line. Anthony uh, Cowart was out for us. I think we might have placed him on IR. Um, yeah. But obviously, guys stepped up there. What did you see uh, from the defensive line that's, you know, uh, stood up to the task and were able to contain Kyler Murray, hold him for, you know, a few rushing yards there, no touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did a good job. Uh, someone who got some more playing time than normal was Adam Butler because of the injuries up front. Uh, he did a good job. He had a sack. Uh, he played the run well, tackled well. But um, in, in particular, where I thought they did well defending Kyler Murray in the read option. So what they did was the edge uh, defenders like Winovich, Simon, Uche, they really contained him well, as John touched on that. They didn't really let him escape the pocket. They really played him first, and they wanted to get the ball into Kenyon Drake's hands instead of Kyler Murray's hands, so they did that well. And uh, they played well on special teams, had some uh, good returns by Moncrief. Uh, mm. The punt return was big, even though it got called back. But, uh, yeah, that set up good field position for us. And on offense, we struggled a little bit, but the run game did enough uh, for what we needed to win. And uh, Cam made some throws, also missed some throws. And he made some plays uh, with his legs, too. So it was good, good enough win, good, good enough to get the win. Yeah, great, great vintage Foxborough game there, 1 p.m. game over the, the Cardinals there. Bijan. So we have, not we, we as Patriots fans do, uh, not you, of course, the Chargers and the Rams coming up here, back-to-back games in Los Angeles. Bill Belichick, you know, pulling a quick one on the NFL, making uh, only one road trip necessary. Actually, with COVID, I don't know if they're going to allow that. Um, but Chargers-Rams, Sunday, Thursday here. Uh, percent chance you would give to the Patriots for winning both of those games? Um, those are two tricky teams. Mm. Um, they're both... They're both very talented. I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't know the percent chance of the Pats winning each one of those games. I'd say maybe. Can we apply an if-then statement? Well, I, I, I don't. Based on how the Pats have played this year, I think the games are kind of independent of each other mm. um, because they haven't really been able to play consistently well. Well, the Pats really have played good football besides that stretch with the Raiders and the Niners. 
Yeah, they've been. Uh, no, I'm sorry, and the Broncos. The Broncos and the Niners, I meant. Not the Raiders. But so the, they've been really I mean, playing. The Tex, they lost to the Texans. They've been, they've been, they've been in every really game. Well. Yeah. They just lose down the stretch. But they've been in every game except the 49ers, I'd say. Like, you know, you, you take a lot of these plays uh, out, and the pass could definitely be like seven and like. Could have seven wins. It's just, you know, there are a lot of like one possession games, kind of like the Chargers team. So I, th- I think that this game with the Chargers will be a really good game. I think the Pats will beat the Rams. I think that'll be somewhat unexpected. Oh, wow. But I, I think the Chargers are going to be tougher for the Pats than the Rams, even though I have confidence with Belichick getting ready for uh, Herbert. Yeah, the the line I think is currently even right now in the Patriots uh, Chargers matchup. You know, that's Bill Belichick versus Anthony Lynn. We saw what Anthony Lynn did there at the end of the game regulation. Fired. Um, Rohit, uh, one of the teams that the that the Patriots are trying to chase here yeah. for the seventh wildcard spot is a team that you are infamous for noticing a connection with the Patriots. That is the Indianapolis Colts, who said it's 7-4. and four. Obviously, you make the connection mm-hmm. with obvious reasons. Um, do you think, even though the Patriots have the tiebreakers over the Raiders and Ravens, because they beat both of those teams head-to-head, do you think that the Patriots will be able to chase the Indianapolis Colts? Uh, what does that mean? What? Or like, uh, catch up. Uh, yeah, chase, catch up, my bad. The Colts? I don't know. Colts didn't look too good this weekend. Um, maybe that's because Derrick Henry was looking really good. But, you know, I'm not really a big believer. I'm a big believer in Cam, but the Patriots, I don't think they have enough weapons. I don't think so. Wow. Patriots to tank, get Trevor Lawrence. Well, the Colts really don't have a lot of weapons either, but... So yeah, Naheem Hines. You don't, when you have Naheem Hines, you don't need any other weapons. Michael Pittman Jr. The Colts. I mean, the Colts good. defense is really, really good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, their, offense, they have their offense is good enough. Without, they have, without have a good Buck, line. Without Buckner, they've been like you know subpar. But okay, they have they have a good they have a good they have a really good O line. Yeah. Um, Didn't one of them get injured? Casanzo. Casanzo. Yeah. Um, Madden guy. Yeah, they're really good no, running no, back Gassan- too. Wait. Oh yeah, they do it. Yeah, they, they I think the team would be better if they still had uh, if Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack is much better than Jonathan Taylor, so I think that was definitely a huge loss week one. Um, I also, but I actually like the Colts. I Philip Rivers is like, he's very, you know, you don't know what you're gonna get from him ever really in his career because he'll always make plays and then just like mess up at like the worst possible moment. But I just I I mean the 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 Colts to me feel like a ten and six football team, so mm-hmm. I think that that's what they'll get to. And uh, I I I uh, the Colts have a really tough schedule coming down the stretch here. You're playing Houston this week. Yeah, Houston's pretty good. Houston's a good it's, team. It's yeah. actually Houston. But mm. um, as uh, shout out to Tim again. But um, uh, you know the Texans twice. You know they're solid. I bet they split that. Um, you know I I I honestly like the Colts against the Steelers in that matchup. I would favor the Colts. But um, potential Steelers trap game against the Washington football team. No, no, no. But um, you know, I think the Steelers. Do we really trust Philip Rivers against the Steelers' defense? I don't trust Philip Rivers against anybody. Well, he, I thought you said you like the Colts against the Steelers. Yeah, I, I do. But like, I'm talking. Wow. You're asking with the rhetorical. I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's a. You're like, you're like putting thoughts. You're like, there's two, there's two people on your shoulder right now. One's talking to the other, and you're like, yeah. debating your inner thoughts. Yeah. yeah, they play good defense. So both teams play good defense. Both teams have good linebackers. Both teams are pretty young. Um, you know, I, the Colts obviously run the football a little bit better. Steelers pass. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's gonna be a close game. But let's say, let's just say the Steelers win, all right? And then they split the Texans. So we really need them to lose too. So yeah, this is weird for Patriots. We have to like want teams to lose at this point yeah. in the season, which is, like, weird. So, uh, you know, uh, 
you, the Pats really like just need to win out. That's the bottom line. Yeah, because yeah, Bijan says ten and six for the Colts, and the Colts have yeah, they just have the makings of a team that has ten and six written all over them, which would mean that the Patriots at five and six would have to run the table. Mm-hmm. But why is it Colts specifically? Why because not? they are the seven. Well, they're the seven so, seeds. The so, okay, but so, so, uh, I know the Dolphins, the, Dolphins, the Raiders. I, we need them. To I know we do, but I'm there's just a saying lot of things. It's harder to, to get. It's harder to get to the Colts because we have the tiebreaker over the Ra- the Raiders and Ravens, and yeah. they're. One and one and a half games up on us, respectively. Although the Ravens play, oddly enough, in like three and a half hours from now. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the, the Dolphins have the Chiefs. So that's probably a loss. I think the Dolphins are like the fakest team, and like the fakest. Honestly, I'm gonna call them the worst seven and four team ever. But um, have you gone through every seven and four team? No, ever? like in the past like ten years in my lifetime. How? Uh, because I don't think they're, like, I just think they're a fake team. They beat the Rams and they beat the Cardinals, although those two teams kind of proved to be sort of iffy teams. See, like, I'm looking at the schedule. I think the Dolphins will lose to the Chiefs. I think they'll lose to us. I think they'll lose to the Raiders. Well, you also thought they'd lose to the Jets. And that yeah, didn't yeah. happen. Well, yeah. yeah. But it's the Jets. I think I, I, I can see them losing four games on here. Now, you know, Bengals, you know, you never know. I, I doubt the, the Bengals won't beat them, but... um. The Bengals are going to be tanking because they need. Yeah. They so. need Kanai Sewell. But I, I, no, mm, they have Jonah Williams. They need O-line. So I don't know why they would draft Sewell, unless if they kicked uh, Williams to right tackle. But um, yeah, I can see the Dolphins losing four games here easily. Pat, Pats need to win the Dolphins and Bills. That's the big games. Yeah. Also, oh, have two. you? So the Pats, Pats. I mean, so the Bills game. I don't know if that one matters much anymore because they're not winning the division. So obviously it matters. It still matters. Yeah, but it's not like a, that one's not. Every game's like a must-win for them. But I wouldn't single out the Bills specifically. The Dolphins what? is a must-win. They're all important to yeah. win. What? Okay, you guys. You mentioned it matters two, for the record. You mentioned two games. You mentioned they need to be. You, they just you need said, to win the football games they're playing. Yeah, I know. It's not any game specific. Well, you you said that they need to beat the Bills and the Dolphins. Well, yeah, because they yeah. play them. Okay, yeah, but you didn't mention. I thought oh, you were talking about the I said every We probably need to run the table. They really the need They can only lose one more game, I, but they should. As I alluded to earlier, I said they have to win out. Thanks. God. Okay, but then. I like your terrible box. I was, I was making sure that you guys, because you guys know that they can't really win the division. Yeah, we just want a wild card spot. Seven, yeah. seven seed. Bijan, do we want to transfer over to your Buccaneers re- real quick here? Yeah, sure. So Bruce Arians, you've you know you've pointed out that um, Bruce Arians doesn't really fit with Brady's offense's scheme that no, he's done. No, which, although, that's not what no, I said. No, that's or, or, no, no. So I'm mixing I, I, my I, takes. Well, all right, no, I didn't I, I didn't I, talk I, about the Patriots. Let me talk. No, no, it's my turn. No, 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 it's my turn. No, no, no. Another thing I'm right about. All right, you're not right. The no, season isn't no. over. So we go we go like before the year. Bijan goes on a rant how good Brady's deep ball is. It is. He had. He had a number of good throws. Oh, like how good it is. That's why it's like the ranked worst in the league. But, that's uh, not true. Yes, it is true. Through like week eight, he, nope. had, he was the best deep ball thrower in the league. If you look at the like the last throw, no. If you look at the entire season, he's like the worst. That's and, you not know, true. His own head coach calls him out because he can't hit wide open receivers deep. He throws it behind them. What? Um, Can I explain something? He, he, no, Brady's just like not a QB who fits in that system with Arians, and I don't get it's Arians' fault. I, Arians I don't get having to... a long deep passing like scheme and like the play action when you have a 43 year old quarterback who needs a good defense. You should just run the ball and go short to mid range passes. The deep ball just doesn't something? make sense. 
Like, yeah. well, okay, so what I explained to Bijan yesterday is what most teams are doing against the Bucks. They're playing two uh, high safeties, and they're pretty much daring them to run the ball, which they're not running the ball. Two weeks ago, they ran the ball like four times. It's uh, lowest in any game of all time. So I think what they need to do is start to run the ball more, get the run game going, which will eventually lead to shorter passes in the middle of the field. When they run the ball, the linebackers will get sucked into the middle of the field, and then the crossing routes, the stuff uh, horizontally will be open. Instead, all they're doing right now is just trying to go vertical when a lot of their guys are double-teamed. That's yep. leading to interceptions. And I just think they need to stop trying to go vertical so much with Brady and then focus on the run game and try to go short stuff down the middle with uh, A.B., Godwin, and then once in a while you can go play action, take a shot down with Evans, but all their stuff is down the field right now, and I just don't think it's working. I'd like to mention something. So, I agree with Anthony. Last year, um, I, do, I don't remember Jameis throwing this many vertical balls. So, I don't I don't know why Bruce Aaron, like, well, many... I think he just thinks they have so much weapons that they can yeah. just do it whenever they want, but that's but just not this, the case. This many, like, this many streaks. Like, I remember one of one of the Bucks like, go-to bread-and-butter things last year was either with, mostly with, um, this route was mostly with Evans. They also used O.J. Howard a little bit with this. Was, obviously, they don't have him, but, I mean, they have Gronk. They have, they have other tight ends. Um, was the, like, the 15, 20-yard in-routes that, that Jameis would, you know, on third down, just give him a little bit of time, let the receiver get open, and it would, it was, it was our, it was pretty much our best play. It would, it would bail us out so much, and I have not seen that play ran like successfully once this year. Mm. And it's, and I think I agree with Anthony. They're trying to go like long too much, and I think some of it's on Brady. He's missed a lot of throws. He also has made a lot of throws at Mike Evans three times this year. I can count. Brady was over twenty-one. Uh, three. That's not that's games. not true. It was no, like three for thirteen. No, no, it was like one for thirteen. It wasn't zero for twenty-two. No, he also I'm had like at it right now. He, he had like the next zero he, for twenty-one, oh, and that's the longest stretch for any quarterback since twenty fifteen. Okay, well, he had twenty-one like, on what? He had deep ball. He had, okay. he had also, like, some he had of the blame should be on Brady too. He's making some bad decisions. I know. Well. Like, I know. Throw to Scotty Miller. Yes. I don't know why you're throwing and then that Arians ball to calls him. Out well, he Brady's used really to it. Not his strength. Because at New England, like a great play that we would run is like a like a James White little out route or like a or like a Julian Edelman like sit down in the defense and pick that's, up like seven yards that's first not, down. That's not what the route. That's not what it was. Also, how stupid no, can they be on defense trying to play single coverage with no free safety help on Tyreek Hill? Yeah, like how stupid can you be? They don't adjust until the first quarter is over, and they're already down like 17 points. It's just bad coaching. Yeah, just so, I, I'd like to, so I'd like to have so much going, talent. They I'd like to keep anything. going with my point. Um, so. I think it's important that the running game. I mean, Ronald Jones is good back. They have a good uh, they have a good O line when it comes in terms of um, the run, especially Marpet Jensen. Um, Donovan Smith, the left tackle, is a little shaky. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I have no – Mike Evans a few times this year when it's been, you know, a good throw, and he just needs to adjust a little bit, as in he puts his arms out and the ball drops next to him, right where he is, but next to him. Like, he's got to make an adjustment and make a play on the ball. It's happened, like, three times this year. I also get really mad when it's third down and third down and five and we go, like, a 20-yard bomb. Like, what are they yeah. doing? So I agree, the coaching's bad, Brady needs to be better, but I think I, I blame most of it on the on the coachings. Because Bruce Arians' offense, I feel like he's exaggerating I, I, exaggerating it exaggerating it even more this year in terms of how much they need to go deep. And 
Brady's never been a player who's gone deep in really consistently deep in his career. We need to play the need to play the tape from four weeks ago. Like he just completely like you could do like the, do you know the Skip Bayless versus Skip Bayless? Yeah, yes. You could do Bijan versus Bijan. It's like oh my, weeks ago. John, like, you said, said a few weeks ago the past season is over. Okay, it's probably still is over. Uh, like the chances that they have all these teams lose twice and they win out is not good. But anyway, uh, he says how good Tom Brady is at throwing deep. How he's a top like he was five quarterback I, in the I, league. He was the first week. You he said was. last year he was. He wasn't, but you said he was. He was. Look how at he's such a okay on big time throws according uh, with PFF. Brady was ranked number one. I don't know, but for the first like five, six, seven, eight weeks, he was one. That game against Las Vegas, he was. I don't think that's true. Spectac- he was. He was spectacular. He was playing better in the beginning of the year than that. Definitely, he is now. So that's like the inverse of what was sort of expected he from would, Beach. The, the game against about like a uh, running into form. Now that could that could still happen, of course. The, the Bucks can still run into form, and of course they have the bye week this week, so maybe they can fix himself. But I, I'm I just calling their plays and creating their game plan. Whether it's Byron Leftwich or Aaron's needs to become better. And, ch- well, and it's try not, to be better coaching and adjust to what the defense throws at you. It's you not can't be better to be less stubborn. Mm. Okay, you have to, yeah, it's adjusting. You got to yeah. adjust to what's what's throwing. I you know Arians the game plan. I know for a fact that Arians knows what what Brady wants. I just don't know if he's if he's really willing to change that, which is utterly humiliating and ridiculous. Yeah, that's bad coaching, changing yeah. what's thrown yeah. at you. Yeah. yeah, why would he want to stick it to Brady, the GOAT? Like, I, I don't know why. Like, Arians just shouldn't be Brady's coach. It just really doesn't work. Like, honestly, they should bring in McDaniels. That was a really... No, I, that will never happen. He's not leaving. So, yeah, I mentioned this, like, in the library the other day, just, like, floating it out. But then I thought about it that night, and I'm like, McDaniels to Tampa Bay. I don't think that would be accepted well by by Tampa Bay Buccaneers players and Bucks fans. Bijan, you can probably speak to this better than me. Um, Like, if you just bring in McDaniels to be, like, the Brady guy, would that just be, like, a big F you to, you know, Arians and what they, quote-unquote, built there all that time? I don't think what he built, it works. Well, I mean... They've lost to every single good team they've played besides the Packers. It's not true. They beat the Ra- they beat the Raiders. Oh, but the Raiders are really good. Sorry, they're a good team. Um, Weren't they the last team the Bears beat? Yeah, they lost to the Bears. That was weak. Like, the, the worst, the worst offense in the NFL. They lost to. Oh, okay. That's 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 besides the point. Um, I think uh, McDaniel's um, hiring would not bode well. Just it wouldn't. I don't know why that. Really makes sense um, because Brady could run his offense, which he's been doing it for 20 years. Okay, but I also think Brady can still do what he wants to do. I think that if you bring in McDaniel's, it's just like, hey, like Mike Evans, like you're not being used right now. You're going to be used even less. You know, mm-hmm. Mike Evans is going to be used less when they had Randy Moss in the Brady type offense they, before. Okay, that was a different offense. Whoa, it was a different offense. Okay, but they could implement a lot of the same things. Well, can't can't Brady not throw deep anymore? So yeah, he, so Brady threw a lot of deep balls to Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he beat the guy, but their whole offense wasn't predicated on just throwing deep. It's true, like it's now. True. I mean, I don't, I don't really know, Austin. I don't, I don't know if that would, you know, there's not much of like a, a pride in Tampa Bay, as in like, oh, 
like you can just come in here. I think they just want to win. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that'd be the worst thing, but I just don't see that happening. Okay. I don't see Arians being let go after the year. But I, I, as long as he adjusts somewhat into, as long as he kind of changes what what they're doing a little bit, because there's a time and a place for going deep. Once you've, like Anthony said, loosened up, um, you're using play action and sucking the linebackers, but. It, that is not the time for this now. The time is this for now is a slight reset. You got an easy schedule coming up. You got to figure out what works for you. You got to r- run the ball effectively with Ro Jones. Get Fournette out of there because he has been a huge disappointment. He's dropping every single pass. He's been terrible. Um, you know, I think, but like I have confidence when Brady's throwing it to. Hey, Brady's deep ball recently has not been good. I'm not gonna like lie, but. I have conf- I, no. There's a different word. Like not been good. It's been like horrendous. The worst okay. in the league. He had. If you're the worst last the game, league. he had like three great throws. Yeah, he was three deep. for nine. Uh, but like deep ball it sounds like wow, this is forty yard throws. That that's tough to make. No, deep ball is twenty plus. Okay, he had yards. So that's not so, even a lie. Okay, so Cam Newton, who looks terrible. It's ranked way better than Brady. And see, that's where the stats are like, and eh, do we trust it all? Because there's context and stuff. Because, I mean, um, well, you're probably, is there context? Like, Brady has the best, like, receiving core in the league. And Do those next-gen stats take into account, um, like, blitz pressure and, like, what down it is and how, and, like, yards the stick? Uh, obviously not, but the Bucks, like, we, act, the Bucks line isn't bad. It's, it's solid. All right. So, um, it's not like Carson Wentz. Antonio Brown, like, last week dropped one, um, dropped a deep one. Mike Evans, like I said on that one, there was one, it's just kind of, Mike Evans was running, and he just couldn't, like, the ball was literally, he put his hands out way before the ball got there, and the ball just, like, fell, like, right next to him, which he easily, hands, what? Went through his hands. I thought it went, like, a little bit through, like, next to him. Yeah, but he should have caught Yeah, he, he definitely should have caught that. That would have been a huge play. So, I mean... I don't think it's fair to say it's all on Brady. I just think they need they need to kind of reset at the bye. Um, like I said, work on the running game. Get try and get Antonio Brown more involved. Um, I like what Godwin did last game. He he played well. Um, just go forward. And I was encouraged by once the defense was actually coached well in the in the last in the second half. They looked amazing. I mean, or even in the second quarter, there was this. I mean. The one to Tyreek in the third quarter, that was just that was probably the play of the week, honestly. That was such a nice throw. It was good coverage. Um, I think in in the third in the second quarter, end of the end of the first half, um, Patrick Mahomes had three straight plays where he just rolled out right and just threw it away because I don't they did something and I was just encouraged by that. But the first quarter of defense, you know, I felt bad for Carlton Davis. I saw him on the bench like with his head down. I was like, Man, I feel for you. I mean, mm-hmm. your coach isn't giving you any support here. you're not no corner in the league can cover Tyreek Hill one-on-one. It's just not something that that is, is possible. So I, I really felt for him, and I feel like, you know, Jacob White, who we mm. argue about Carlton Davis. Oh, Carlton, no, 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 no. You can get mad at I, – I, you can blame Todd Bowles for being stupid in that first quarter. All right. Anthony said, terrible game plan. And if we want to transition into that Tyreek Hill thing, so he goes for 13 for 269-3, which got me thinking, right? So we're going to do the, we're going to revise our top 16 rankings for the positions. But you look at, sorry. Well, real quick, I was, I had Tyreek Hill the highest up out of anyone because, um, you know, I just loved him and I got a lot of, uh, a lot of, got a lot of hate for that too because I had him as my number two receiver. 
but what? it's not hate. It's just like no, just no, like I, okay, I, like I, that's I, different. But like it's not like hate. No, you got like you guys hated on the list because you said Who, number when? two. You shouldn't like you shouldn't try to rank them. Like they all do different things. It's tough to rank them. Yeah, so this is why I put down like the six guys. I don't, I don't know if you want to put Metcalf in I there. Had, I had number, but I had him at number two. But between like when we did our rankings, which we did, that was. I don't. Who hated on you? Yeah, who like, cares? like you? What? All right. You, no, no. Okay. We probably valued like different things. No, it, was on, it was. It was on. We have on clip. So. Be- well, because yeah, okay, I, I listened to it before, and and you th- thought it was blasphemous. Uh, Blasphemous that I had it him over Julio Jones, but the composite rankings were Mike Thomas one, Julio two, Hawkins three, Tyreek four, mm-hmm. Devontae five. When we did this back in like June, get Mike Thomas out of there. Yeah, so Mike Thomas, yeah. Thomas still a good player. player. Mike Thomas is good, but would I rank him number one right now? No. Now I don't know who I would rank one, but it's pretty close between um, Devontae. If you want Hopkins and Hill, if you want like route running. Separation. You go Devonte Adams. If you want speed, like deep threat, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is also a great like, contested catch player too. He can go up and catch balls. He's also so physical. That's what separates him from like the John Rosses of the world, who have like similar speed, but they just don't have his ability mm-hmm. to catch the ball as well as Tyreek Hill. But like Devonte or DeAndre Hopkins, he's really just catches anything thrown his way. He's really great in the air, going up for the ball. He's also a good route runner, but like they all do different things. Julio Jones is just like a physical specimen, so physical. Similar to DK Metcalf. I think DK Metcalf's up there too with uh, really good receivers in the league. Lauren. Yeah. Eno, AJ, yeah. AJ Brown's elite. Yeah, I wonder uh, at Richardson, Nikhil Harry over AJ Brown, really. Ro, Ro, would you rank, would you rank Tyree Kill number one among wide receivers right now? No, I put Hopkins number one. Okay, I'm just going to ask you a question, Austin. Uh, would you have been asking this question last week? Uh, no. Uh, like, because he has one good game against, like, no, well, yeah, he's, he's, he's been having Okay, no, he's had a really good season. Okay. He scored a lot of touchdowns. Okay, so, okay, I, he said I, three. I could have asked this question last week, but because this amazing game happened, that triggered this, like, talking point for this week. He also right? has one of the best quarterbacks like, in the league. It helps him a lot. Not same that's same thing helps DK Metcalf a ton, helps his production. Yeah. Like, well, you an, to take, take that into account, like who's a quarterback. That's another thing. Do, do any of you still think Wilson is still better than Mahomes? I would, yeah. you, didn't you think that Wilson I, was better than Mahomes? No, I, I thought it was like 50. And I, would, I did the Mahomes is better than Wilson, similar to like Curry's better than Dane, because I, I have to see that Mahomes isn't the best because yeah. I respect him that much. And that is so close, I think. The way Mahomes can, like, Escape the pocket, throw, throw, throw when he's like stepping backwards. His accuracy is insane. His release is so quick. Yeah, Wilson's great. He's a great decision maker. He can do the same things as Mahomes, but I just think Mahomes has like a little better arm talent. Like Mahomes can make throws that are that are just insane. Like you see it every week. Like his accuracy and ball placement's insane. Same with Wilson, but it's close. All right, there you have it. Um, last thing here for week twelve, Derrick Henry. Question, is Derrick Henry the single best fantasy asset to have in mid-November on? Because he is, uh, he, you know, you can almost count on it. At least every other week, mid-November on, he'll have, like, 200 yards and multiple touchdowns. Um, so would you classify him as maybe, like, above a Mahomes, above a Tyreek Hill, or, like, these guys at positions? Because it's hard to assess, you know, like, a running back versus, like, quarterback in, like, fantasy or whatever. But 
to me, Derek Henry is probably the best asset to have. John, do you agree? As someone who has Henry and will probably ride him to a uh, third straight championship. Oh my God, Austin! Um, wow, you are such God. a simp. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can't. No, I said this before the start he? of the year. Oh I said the start of the year. No, actually, no. I'm gonna be rooting for Team Anti next week. But, right. but anyway, you know, um, we do a, it's, we do a, you know, King Henry. Uh, he had the easiest schedule uh, going down the stretch. I knew that. So uh, you know, he's always one of my my top targets. I wanted to try to get. Um, you know, at first I was uh, trying to trade Thomas for him, but you know that wasn't working. You got lucky, bro. And then you know, twice. And then I got uh, Mahomes, and uh, Ryan was willing to do that for Henry straight up. So yeah, you know, I'm very lucky. I got Henry. Um, him with uh, CMC was that's gonna be a uh, him CMC Robinson and my two receivers, Robin, uh, Thomas or Ridley. It's gonna be a really really good team. Um, Ertz is going to come back. I think he's going to be good. You know, Richard Rodgers has been playing well uh, for me. And, um, yeah, you know, uh, this team is going to be ready uh, to compete down the stretch. Row one seed, putting up uh, not many points in your bye. Um, but honestly, 74 points? Come on. All right, no. Well, I had DeAndre Swift was how is, out. How is Rowe's team good? What do you mean how my team good? You see my team? Your team's terrible. My team is so good. I don't know how you're 8-3, bro. You got lucky somehow. All right, Wilson, Wilson's been, like, on the decline a little bit in terms of fantasy points, but I'm not too worried. He'll step it up. Clyde didn't do that much because Tyreek Hill was just balling the entire game, so I can understand that. All right, both my receivers had down games this week. They usually don't. And I had DeAndre Swift was out. All right, you're, the like, one seed is relying on... on uh, uh, Swift, okay, for context. The, okay. one, the one seed, okay. What uh, Swift is good, and also my defense, who put up 20 points last week, put up negative one this week. So you can't rely on defense week to week unless it's like a really good defense. Yeah, my, it is a really my, good my defense. defense got killed this week, and I had the Colts. I'd like, like, uh, I'd like to bring up a one point. Defense in the league, though. I'd like to bring up a point here. I thought you didn't the again. I'm 4-0 against Spoil this year. Wow. Wow, what a sabermetric. That's not, wow. I don't think that's true. It is true. I beat you 3-0 three, three in Dynasty, 1-0 in Koi League. All right, and I'm better than you in both leagues. So. No! Okay, well, I'm in. Better record, and you nope. didn't make you the playoffs. You don't have a better record than me in Koi League? Yes, I do okay, have well, a I'm better back. record than I, you. So I beat you. So it hasn't, standings haven't updated because the week's technically not over. I'm going to be 7-4. and four. You're going to be 7-4, and four, and I have like 100 more points than you. Okay. I'm just uh, rooting for Team Anti. When he faces Team Boy. When we go, I have Dalvin Cook, 8 points. Josh Jacobs, 4 points. Okay. Ezekiel, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott, 2.4 points. So, you know, if, if I'm get, getting that production on my players, you know, okay, it's let's, fine, I can lose. Look at my team. And by the way, you know, just for bitter AB, Coily excitement, you know, Mike Clay did it to me once again, you know, projecting for 114.4. I told you all before the 1 o'clock game started, my, te- my team is elite at underperforming during the 1 o'clock games. From the from like 125 to 150 p.m., my team had like maybe two total points, and I had six players going. It was terrible, and yeah, you know, I get I get like 82 points. Like great, like great, great job, great job, team of my trash. Anyway, moving on. Let's you go. You would have beat me this week though if you played me. Go team, man. <laughs> yeah, but, but I had a bye week though. You didn't have a bye week this week. You were you were Yeah, playing. John would lose to John would lose to Jr. if he played this week. Everyone would lose to Jr. Yeah. Tyree Kill, Antonio Gibson. You kidding me? I'll be Young down 17 going into the fun week. That's not that bad. All right, well, go team anti. All right, swinging things over here to um, actually, qu- real quick. How many games do you think the Vikings and 49ers back of the seventh of the playoffs? Two, one game. 
The Falcons are just two games back in the playoffs, which is insane. It's okay, insane. Right, ready? <laughs> uh, can you see the Bucks missing the playoffs? Are you asking me or asking yeah, you, John? I'm asking you. No, I don't see them missing what, the playoffs. What if they lose to the Vikings, which I can see happening, if Adam Thielen comes Off back. of bye week, really? You think Brady's going to go, like, six weeks without winning a game? Really? Kirk? Dalvin Cook? You know, we, okay, they have the best run defense in the league. I, I don't see them losing off of a bye week, especially losing two weeks into a bye week. Well, see, so, you know, I, I'm almost guaranteeing they're losing one of the two games to the Falcons. Oh, the Bucks. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a divisional. Yeah, they're, they're uh, definitely yeah, going to split. I, I've been saying that for, like, the entire year. I Like, I, that's my one strong belief, that I think they're losing one of those two. Um, so, you know, if the Vikings steal a game, the Cardinals, you know, they... Slipping. Yeah. And speaking of the of the Falcons and the interdivisional stuff, I think it's a trap game for the Saints this week. Saints minus three or three and a half at Atlanta. These two teams faced just two weeks ago the first game of the Taysom Hill experience. And as we saw with the Titans, and this is why is this is why it didn't make sense that the Colts were favored by three points against the Titans, because rarely do you do you see a team like a good team in the same uh, division lose to the same team in a span of like three weeks, 17 days for the Titans, so they whoop the, the Colts there. Do you do we really think the Falcons are going to lose twice in, in a span of 14 days to the Saints? Yeah, I mean, yeah. probably, given the, the point spread, but it's not going to be easy at all, and that's why I think it could be a trap game, especially for the Saints coming off a game where they played Kendall Hinton at quarterback as their opposing quarterback. One of like nine, one of what nine for thirteen yards and two picks. Yeah, how do how do the Ravens get like their game postponed, but the Broncos don't? That was so stupid. And there were even some more positive cases yesterday, and the NFL's like, no, nah, we're gonna the play the game. Like, they didn't, they don't wear masks. The Ravens yeah. did. They just still have it though. But, I mean, they don't know that they wore masks. Yes, right, they trivia question: masks. What is the one team in the league to not have a positive Corona case? Seahawks. I said that. Yeah, I said that. Oh, really? The Browns have to close down their facility for a sixth time this month. Headline on ESPN. All right. Um, Browns, Titans. Eh, do we want to get into that? Eh, probably Titans. I don't know. Eagles, Packers. I just mentioned this because this feels like a game that the Eagles are going to win. No. Just because the Eagles feel like the Eagles have this thing where you know, against all odds, when they look like it, like they're in despair, they go on and win either like in Green Bay or. Or in uh, San Francisco, those are the two places where they always like turn their season around. It feels like it, it happens every year. It happened this year already. Their backs were against the wall, and they win Sunday night, Sunday night football in San Francisco. Um, so I wouldn't be if I were a betting man, which I'm not because I'd lose everything. If I were a betting man, I put some money on the the Eagles money line this week in Green Bay. All right, um, NBA Celtics. Preseason starting up in like 10 days or something. Uh, our big NBA preview show is going to be two weeks from now, which is going to be very quick. Um, and then Chris is going to come around here. Well, it's going to be quick. Um, meaning quick, excuse me, quick, meaning um, from when the last season ended. Uh, um, yeah. Um, yeah. So Kemba Walker, I'm, I'm very actually encouraged. I did some research on the stem cell. He's treatment. not playing. No, no, no. But listen. So they announced his treatment pl- uh, program. You know, and I was I was just expecting it to be all strengthening, but found out he got a stem cell injection. Did some research. Turns out it's actually done some pretty good things for athletes in the past, mm-hmm. um, especially with um, like tendon issues um, in the knee. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm encouraged that that um, 12 week treatment he'll be out a little bit. I'm encouraged. You know, take it slowly. I'm very encouraged by that. Also, huge news. 
the, the trade exception, largest in NBA history. Yeah. Um, I, Danny, probably, I don't probably think they'll do, do anything with it. Well, they obviously will at some point. So what does that mean? They can trade for a player that has like a $25 million contract? Yeah, 28.6. Okay. But the thing but is... you also have to use it within the year. Yeah, so... 365 days. I doubt they're going to use it. No, they'll use it eventually. Do you have to match salaries or... No, it's not. Acquire? You don't... What, you can just acquire. What, what would the point be? So they, they could get a max guy if they threw in a bunch of... Uh, no, you can't... You can't add... Who are they going to trade for? You can't... Yeah, you, guys you, have to become available. You can't just... Or, you, can't, you, can't, you can't add no, salaries I know, I know. to it. Yeah, I know. But so, like, let's say they get a guy who's... Um, they're already... They have $4 million in the cap. You can't add... You can't add it to trade exception. No, no, I know, but they they have like that. So they don't have thirty two. Just because they have four million in cap doesn't mean that they can get someone who's thirty two million. Yeah, you know, it has to be. They can't acquire anyone over twenty eight point six. But I don't think. I think I heard, they can use it in free agency though. Um, and. What? No, they can't I'm, use it. I'm pretty sure they can. I think they can. No, it's a it's a trade exception. It's a traded player exception. But they can't they can't sign someone I think with that exception. Signing trade. Uh, signing trade. Yeah, signing trade. That. But it's a little different. But that, that, yeah, that's. I they all, I don't know. I I think you kind of. I remember a few years ago we had we had a exception. Um, I it's it's called traded player exception. I don't know if it's only for trades because a few years ago we had one. Um, from actually another one what? from when Gordon Hayward got hurt. Um, that was the injury what? exception. That's not a trade exception. It's a tr- we, all right. It's called a traded no, player. No, that was exception. for a player. No, it's all the Warriors get like a Clay Thompson yeah. injury exception. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why did they get that? They guys got that for like uh, season. Teams got that. Wait, so do we that's get that Greg when Monroe Hayward? So that's how, that's how we. It was like eight million dollars. So we signed like Greg Monroe and like someone else a few years ago. Um, but, so, anyways, I think they'll go after a player, maybe like, um, Aaron Gordon, Harrison Barnes, um, maybe, depending what they need, maybe even Lou Williams. Who would we trade? With the, I don't know, probably picks. It, probably a team like, um, a team who's just looking to, like, for Is there anyone on the Thunder that they would want for picks? Horford, <laughs> but I don't know. If, Presty, man. I don't know if that's... Horford? No way. It, who else? They don't really have. Do we need, like, yeah, their roster is terrible. They're, they're, not right now. they're not gonna give up SGA ever. But. No, we're not getting SGA. I we we would actually we would probably get something. We'd probably get a first with Horford if we wanted him, but I don't think we want him. Um, so there there there's some guys maybe a maybe a PJ Tucker if the Houston thing doesn't work. Maybe mm-hmm. Eric Gordon also in Houston. Yeah, um, I'd want Eric Gordon. Someone like that. Yeah, Eric Gordon. Oh, Eric Aaron, would be great Aaron for us. Gordon. No, I said yeah. Eric. Yeah, the Aaron. Eric. I mentioned. Yeah, Even, Vucevic. Uh, Vucevic, I don't know. I I love Vucevic. I don't know if they'd. I don't. He's kind of like their franchise yeah, he's player. A good player. Yeah, but I I think they're gonna move on soon. They. I mean that'd be that'd they be a Jonathan Isaac. They made the playoffs last year. Yeah, they won't yeah, they make it this year. They've been what eight seed, seven seed. Isaac's injured. He's out for yeah. year. He's injured again. Oh right, right. the ACL. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got hurt in the bubble. Mm-hmm. So I I mean if I can get Vuce, I mean so so if they go over twenty one, they're in the luxury tax in this trade. So if, if it's over 21, so I'd only be willing to. So I think that the Celtics um, owners and Danny know that you know if you're gonna if you're gonna use more than 21 million, um, again, which is the tax threshold for them, um, I think it would be have to be for someone at least as good as Vucevic. I don't know if they're if they'll do it for someone um, less or like just kind of just try and get like Maybe a bunch like of a Buddy Heel type. 
Maybe. I, he's, I think he's right below the threshold right now in his contract, so that'd be good. Yeah, no, I heard Buddy Heal if they're trying to move on. Um, yeah, so it's really good they can add. I don't, I don't, I don't expect them to add anything, um, before the season. Maybe at the deadline, I, yeah. I can definitely get IT. We should. I heard that he's looked great in work. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think I, I again mm-hmm. think they should take a flyer on him, but I don't no. know. I don't know how often the Celtics like do that, bring back guys. Like when was the last time they did that? Gerald Green was the last uh, guy I can think of that they have brought back. Um, yeah, uh, Jeff Green. Uh, yeah, Jeff Green. Why did say Jeff Green? But yeah, but we traded Jeff Green on draft night, and we got mm-hmm. so we didn't really. Yeah, have, I don't think we're gonna bring back IT. Especially we have um who has Bain signed with anyone? Yeah, he signed with the Raptors. Raptors. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I I mean I would have. I I think. I feel like if we had this exception now, we definitely would have made a run for Stephen Adams, which is really disappointing because I really I think he's just like we probably a probably got nothing. If we could have gave up like two picks for him too. Yeah, if we had the exception, but again with the money, it wouldn't yeah. have worked. It was so I don't really um blame Danny for that um. But yeah, uh, I just hope maybe Rozier. That's another guy. That's way too much. That'll be guy we How bring back. How is that way too much? Well, he makes twenty mil. The exceptions twenty. We we just named a bunch of guys who make yeah, more than yeah, him. And those guys are better than him. We don't need. Yeah, Rozier. Rozier averaged eighteen points last year. Big crowded backcourt, and like he wouldn't he wouldn't like move the needle. I, I don't know. I, I, we need we need like a wing guy. Yeah, wing. yeah. Our guards are good. That's what Danny yeah. and Chad, I don't think our guards are. What? We have Teague, Smart, and Kemba. That's pretty good. Mm, said strength, a I think the strength is the wings. In my no, they need wing help off the bench. No, I know off the bench they need help, but our starting wings, Kemba, who I w- don't trust guards. at all. Like I, I, like his knee could be terrible. Well, obviously you didn't hear what Bijan said about stem cell history. Hmm. Well, uh, it's clearly an issue when his knee is. He's gonna be out after waiting all that time. He was on. He was put on a because t- so the stem cell injection. Who's gonna was, start? Mm. Probably smart. No, but he was gonna no, start on a limited minute. Who else is gonna start? Oh, good point. Jeff Teague um, is gonna start. No, smart will probably start. Yeah. Smart will start with no, Kemba. It, Who's gonna start? Yeah, there needs to who be. Who else is gonna start? Oh okay. no, there's a lot of buzz that's gonna be Tristan and Tice. Tristan and ooh, oh, okay. interesting. I would not want that. What about a? I could see them. I could see them. I could see them putting in Grant and then having the other of Tice or. Uh, you could put Grant at the four. I think Thompson is going to start over time. I think Thompson yeah, will I think start. He will, yeah. But what's going to happen? I feel like Thompson, uh, you can roll with like more. Like, I feel like Tyson is more of a situation. Brown, guy. Well, one of these three guys isn't going to get minutes, so, or like barely any. It's going to be Tyson, Thompson, and, and Robert Williams. Well, I think. It, I think yeah. I, Robert Williams is the odd man out. No. I, in my, in uh, my, I, I think Robert Williams has the most upside. I think he should play. I think he should play. I think. I think um, for right now, Thompson is a guy you can kind of roll with, um, and then depending on the game and depending on situational guys, um, the, uh, you can either go Time Lord depending on the matchups, or you can go mm. Tice. Yeah, kind of like what they did with with Canner last year when they played him sometimes and played other times. So when everyone is healthy, what do you think the death lineup is going to be? Kemba Smart, Smart Jalen, Jason, and probably um, Thompson. Yeah, well, it depends. Oh, I could, I could, def- I could even see Grant Williams being in there. Oh, me. so you like Grant now? No, oh, yeah. I'm what saying, happened? I'm saying Brad Stevens likes Grant a lot. Um, I also uh, don't. Uh, I, if if Smith is like playing really well, I could definitely see him in there for like some Tyler Hero action. I could, I cannot see him starting as a rookie. No, not starting in like a, in like a death lineup. If it, like if he's like a yeah, if he's like, like a sniper. If he's a good shooter, yeah. I don't know. Br- Brad's big thing is for especially for rookies, you have to defend to get on the court, and Neesmith. No, he's not a great defender. He, he that he's still learning. 
Uh, but I bag. think if he's a good enough shooter, I mean, it's not. And obviously, it's worth the it, risk. Obviously, if it's like Romeo, well, uh, yeah, like I'm he just can't saying do anything yet, pa- and he has to play defense. In, in the past, Brad has like, if you don't play defense, then you don't really get on the court. So. Well, I mean, th- those have been for like. So I don't know if Brad will adjust. And I mean, he he played Kelly Olynyk his rookie year. Okay, the, the team was the team was bad. I know, but like, who? What other rookies like have we had? Like, um, what other what other rookies? I mean, Rozier played. Yeah, I a little think John's right on this. Yeah, but I think I think with a guy like Neesmith, if his shooting really moves the needle that much, I think you're willing to give up a little bit of. Yeah, the, I understand that, but that, I think that all predicates to if Brad wants to adjust. Which I think he will. Okay, well, we'll see. He has yet to do so. so what do you mean adjust? Like, adjust his philosophy? Like, st- yeah, his style. Okay. Yeah, it depends. We'll see. Maybe with Kemba, maybe they want more like shooting or something. And you might have to mm-hmm. keep up with, uh, you know, like the Bucks or the, the Nets if For, those teams pan out. Um, we had such an opportunity. Uh, can don't, I say we? Don't. No, you don't want me to say we. Well, because you you can't you can't be like we, but then also have such a love for LeBron and the Lakers. You can't, you can't well, I don't do call both. The Lakers that's, we. That's, I that's just cheating. Call that's that's yes, just cheating. You do, no, you do say that's we. not being loyal. Uh, okay, so you know the Celtics had such a great opportunity to go to the finals uh, last year. So, well, obviously finals. we know that. So did every team. Yeah, every team had an opportunity. No, I know. Just, like, say that. Uh, yeah. No, we had a really good opportunity. Okay, but, so, I mean, so we, the fun. we were the favorites entering a Nisha Conference Final Series. But we weren't the better team, so like I, I, as a show, we, we were the were less hard. experienced yeah. team. So we were, like, yeah, it's going to be hard to get chance. back to the finals. Yeah, yeah. Just it's always hard every Foxy year. chemistry in Brooklyn. Do you want to get into that? No. So, so Nets, Nets, Celtics, Christmas Day. Um, you know they release the Christmas Day schedules. You know as we alluded to last week, thank things. Uh, you know Christmas NBA games are always something we like. Um, so it's the 5 p.m. game. I'm also confused. So, are is the NBA now like uh, they're just they're not doing a bubble this year? There's just you know no fans. They're just yeah, they're just like some places have cross their fingers. They're just gonna cross their fingers. Some places the Warriors have 50 percent fans. Are you serious? 50 yeah. percent? Uh, they, uh, they how can that be possible in the same county? In California, Santa Clara County. No, they're Excuse doing. Me, a, a, they have a bunch of rapid testing. They spent like 400 million or something oh, on rapid testing. I bet their like owner like Lakeup or whatever yeah, was. Uh, we should do that here, but. So yeah, they're planning. They're planning to have fifty percent fans. That's cool. which imagine Oracle. That's, that's, that's not Oracle. The hardest it's not Oracle. Yeah. It's Chase Center now. Oh my! No. They, I, why did they move out of Oracle? I know. Or looking back at it, you know how Oracle, much money they make off money. of that new place? Yeah, no money. But it costs so much. The they had a yeah, deal with Chase. They're gonna make so much money. That's true. You don't think I appreciated like the NBA Finals in Oracle all those years? Yeah, like yeah, how no, like, Oracle was, it was great. a cool place. Yeah, that was great. Oracle those bandwagon fans. Yeah, I, I always uh, went to Oracle in uh, my. You went to Oracle in, uh, for my my career in two <laughs> K. Oh, congrats! Yeah, because I wanted to play in Oracle. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Um, I, I'm I'm I'm, one of the more interesting teams for me in uh, this year is Tampa. I want to see how they do. Tampa. The Tampa Bay Raptors? Yeah. It's, not, it's Toronto. It's Toronto. Still. What? Okay, I'm referring to them as Tampa Bay. <laughs> Whose mans are you? They're playing in Tampa Bay, so I'm going to They're going to be fake again this year. Um, it's called. How are they fake? The they got the game seven against the Celtics. Because, because they lost some. Fake. They lost guys. That's the, that's the reason. Van Vliet's elite. The Raptors are getting stuck. I think uh, that's what we fleet. said last year. No, they didn't. That's what I, we said last year. Van Fleet was like the best yeah. contract like ever. Yeah, well, he signed was was 20 million. twenty-two million. That's good. It was twenty-one million. That was like a max. No, that's a good. That was a really good deal. I guess. Um, it's pretty important. When, when Gallinari got what twenty? Yeah. And Van Fleet gets twenty. Gallinari just capped. He was like, I want to be. Gordon Hayward gets. 
thirty and Van Fleet twenty one. Oh, he's smart. Get yeah, yeah. You know, okay, ready? The, the three yeah, players that made history. Yeah, 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 that yeah had that's multiple. what trivia question. Yeah, yeah. So we've for everyone besides Austin. Oh, did you say that yet? We've all seen that. Can, no, what, say it, say it, say it. All right, there's three players to sign yeah. two. LeBron, Anthony, Katie. <sighs> can you? Right, Anthony. Can, can you but, say it, John? But I don't know. There's been, sure uh, there's been three players to sign two $30 million uh, contracts. Or no, like per year. Uh, which three players did it? Are, is it? It's well, LeBron, no. Duran, Hayward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ro knew that. Yeah, we all knew that. I thought that hard to figure out. Wait, is that yeah, going to change really quickly? Practice? Anyways, the thing is, Gordon, like, he didn't make 120 in Boston because he opted out. Yeah. Oh, but 30 million per year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, but what about here. your uh, your so-called Tampa Raptors beef? No, I was just. I'm, I think that'd be an interesting team because I obviously like we're all. Oh, obviously, um, rightly so. They lost some guys. They lost their bigs. They got Bane, who I love, um, and that's actually good. But you know, I think we all expect them to maybe be a five or sixty this year. But you know, like they 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 did that to us last year too. That's what we were saying last year, and okay. they were the second seed this year, and they had the second best record in the league. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be too quick to to I think losing a Paco hurts. Them. He's actually I know I know but so I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't dismiss him that quickly. I, I think losing Gasol helps them. Yeah, Ibaka was a lot better. No, but Ibaka was Ibaka was really good. Who's they're gonna be their big now? Boucher. Baines, Baines. Yeah, they're gonna. I think they're gonna struggle. Who's their big? Baines, Baines and Boucher. Baines is good. Baines. And who? He's not better Chris than Boucher. Chris Boucher. Oh Boucher, yeah. I think Baines is better than Gasol. No, oh yeah, I oh yeah, really for sure. Agree, yeah. So Baines, I were. Uh, Baines, uh, actually, would have been happy for Baines if went to the Lakers. That would actually be a good fit. Yeah. Well, I, I think like him purpose, and LeBron would love each other. For the purpose of the so, Lakers, I feel like LeBron would like hate him. And LeBron, I feel, yeah, I feel like but LeBron the, definitely the likes Gasol more than Baines, even though Baines probably the better player. Yeah. LeBron probably likes Gasol well, better. Him and uh, Gasol have a good relationship in past history too. He's, that, that's insane. The LeBron Defensive uh, Player of the Year when he should have won it. Gasol won Defensive Player of the Year. But he didn't finish first team all defense. Interesting. How how is like that even possible? Well, Gasol was a beast that year on defense. Yeah, but he won defensive player of the year, but didn't finish first team all defense. That's because the voting is different for when you're yeah, looking at the team versus the player of the pro. year. Yeah, like one time Levante David oh, was yeah, an yeah. all pro and he wasn't a pro. Yeah, or like um, or like MVP versus all NBA. Yeah. Um, well, pro Bowl is all fan. It's like thirty three percent fans. But back to Beach's point about how we get sucked into not believing the Raptors. Um, you know, I'll do more research when we do our thing in two weeks, the preview. But as of now, I see five East teams better than the Raptors. That's, isn't that what we said last year? It probably is. I don't know. But Which um, teams? Which five? Celtics, Nets, Bucks, Sixers, Heat. Sixers? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm concerned about the Sixers this year. I'm a Celtics fan. Bill goes, you're not going to put the Bulls in there? <laughs> we're a threat this year. The Bulls are the threat to like the 13th seed. Like, what I, are think, you I think about? the Raptors would be better than the Sixers. Patrick Williams is actually good. I saw some of them saw him play. There's a, a reason why we took Patrick Williams as four. He plays just like Kawhi. He plays just like Kawhi. If you look up highlights, I'm saying, you know, watch him play. Kawhi started, though. Yeah, I know. Kawhi did a lot better in college, but like, Kawhi yeah, played at San Diego State. He played at Florida. That's That's yeah. like Patrick he Williams didn't start in college? No, he didn't even six start. Man. No, he, he was six man, but he was like... He's athletic. He's How is a freshman six man, though, the fourth overall pick? You know, well, potential pick? He's probably like, the person in the draft with the most like potential just yeah, based off like, his resume, yeah. like physical resume. Probably has the most potential. Devin Booker didn't start. He started like... like he was also on, on like, Kentucky, yeah. the 38-0 team. No, yeah. He also started in the playoffs. 
or it, uh, Wasn't Florida State good? Yeah, Florida State's always good. They're really good three seed. They're always they're a decent team. They look Scotty Barnes this year. Really good. All right, college basketball update as we have a minute left here. Um, weekly update. I'm going to make this a weekly update of guessing how many undefeated teams there are left. All right, so there are 357 teams. They expanded it. They, like, created, like, four or five new teams into two, into Division One. So uh, I don't know all the names. But out of 357, guess how many are still undefeated one weekend of the season? Tuaga, Baylor. Don't go. No, no, no. No, no. Don't just, just like, in all of college basketball. What, like, two? Two, yeah. Undefeated. 27. The H is 183. What? 180. Now, like like 30% of those teams haven't played a game yet. Okay, that doesn't count. Yeah, no, I'm counting it. Nope, undefeated. 0-0, zero, zero, undefeated. That wasn't that, bro. 0-0 zero zero is not undefeated. Yeah, what? They haven't played. You yeah. haven't been defeated, though. You haven't You won. haven't been defeated. Your season, hasn't, yeah. started. Your season no, hasn't, started. hasn't started. You still haven't been defeated. No, Your season no, hasn't started. No, no, What's the stat for the teams that have played a game that haven't lost? It's probably two. It's much more. You think no? There's much more than two teams that are undefeated who have played games. And what is it? It's I know Illinois, Illinois, Gonzaga, Baylor off the top of my head. Not Nova. Um, yeah, not. Um, so is this basketball? Or no, there's a, so many more. Anthony, like I, I, Richmond, I think is undefeated. Is this basketball or football? Yeah, basketball. Right. Oh, isn't UNC undefeated? Yeah, UNC. Like there's all these teams. All right. Ohio State. Texas, Anthony. All right. Yeah, we gotta go. Um, yeah, we gotta go here. Um. All right, for Anthony Ciccoloni, uh, Roy D'Souza, John Boyle, Beeson Sharifi, I'm Austin Berg. You're listening to WIH WI Concord 88.3 FM. Here's Mr. John Desrox. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Drop in my 